Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Chain Rant Podcast. If you were not aware, we're going to use some Nai language today. So, yeah, five seconds to listen to something else. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm a little drunk because I was waiting for a while. <laughs> and you know what I do when I wait, Fusco. Uh, you drink heavily. I drink I'm heavily. well aware. Um, you have five seconds to listen to something else. And that's five, four, four three, two, two one. Fuck! Fuck's sake. Fuck. Fuck. Listeners can review the show on... Oh, I didn't even introduce you. I'm sorry. No, what the fuck, man? With me, as always, <laughs> is my bearded co-host... We're all over the place today. Mr. Andy Fusco. That is me. We don't call him We don't call him the late Andy Fusco because he's dead. No. <laughs> this episode of uh, Chatteria brought to you by Kirkland Vodka. <laughs> Kirkland. Dude, if we got a Kirkland Vodka... Sponsorship, we're golden. Dude, we're sold. Kirkland American vodka, even. Uh, that's that's a very that's a very competitive vodka. All right, but I'll tell you I'll tell you all about it here after I take another <laughs> shot. But first, listeners, going to be the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Take a screenshot of your review, send it to us at channeranagemail.com. We'll mail you a sticker, even with the incredibly exorbitant cost of postage nowadays. You can send us emails and voicemails. We play it on air. You can like us in real life and also on the internet on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you're Australian Snapchat, check out the Channerant store at channerant.com. This show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash channerant, where we now offer annual memberships for 10% off. Last but not least, please invite and share with your friends. Fuku Auto Open. <sighs> You were prepared this time. I saw you highlighted it, not me. <laughs> uh, I was not prepared. But as usual, I will crush it like a champion as I do. Uh, so, Josh, you know what really um, really uh, sticks, a, sticks a wake up my old district? <laughs> What's that, bud? <laughs> uh, when you're playing gigs for the unholy and holy and... Uh, you have to sit there and listen to. I can't even tell you how many times I've had to listen to uh, pastors, preachers, priests talk their nonsense. Oh, and make pastors, every- pastors, <laughs> preachers, priests all start with uh, pedophiles. All start with a P. All with a P. Yeah. Oh my God, do they kill me having to listen to that shit? We've been doing gigs lately. Things are starting to come back yeah, here. Yeah, and, uh, we're getting we're getting a little bit of gigs in, and we're gonna to we're gonna bitch and moan. But we'll get into that as the uh, topic of this episode. First and foremost. I want to thank Dalton for coming on last week. That was a fucking hoot and a holler. That's a southern term for having fun <laughs> that he'll he'll appreciate and probably no one else. Most will. of you aren't aware that we had Dalton on yet because because uh, <laughs> it, cause it hasn't we're still behind. <laughs> we'll be caught up in like currently on me though. It's currently <laughs> currently still on me. I I was I was going through the Kelly episode. I dude. I'm I'm trying to make this as formulaic as possible, where it's like, all right, 40 minutes intermission, 40 minutes easy cuts. Right. My problem that I've found is some episodes I do that. I'm like, I put in the intro, I cut the intermission, I put in the outro, golden. Some of them I listen to just because I remember how fun they were. The Kelly episode was so much fun. It's taking me it's taking me forever to edit. Because <laughs> listening to you two yell at each other about the WNBA. <laughs> Was I, I cannot wait to hear that because I have no recollection of this. <laughs> I mean, other than I started the conversation, yeah. but I don't remember. Oh, my that. God. It was. 
and I was just sitting. I I, I was just uh, watching mom and dad fight at the dinner table and trying to finish my dinner. Like it was. Oh my god! I'm just saying, guys, we have shit to do. I have definitely been critiqued on the. We're internet. supposed to bitch about reads. <laughs> Not the WNBA for fuck's sake. But yeah, thank you all for coming on. Um, welcome anyone who is not a patron of the Chan Rant podcast. Yeah, this is free month. To free March. Freedom! <laughs> Why do we do this? Why are we giving it away for free? So uh, March is a special month. It contains my second favorite holiday, which is St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and for bagpipers across the world, we thought, why not do... Our kill, and we have a fucking killer lineup that we I'm gonna do. get to in a minute. <laughs> but uh, why not do all of March free, free streams to the public, keep us on our toes, mm-hmm. and you know, bait the hook a bit. <laughs> exactly, bait the hook a bit, and be like, hey, if you were a patron, you could watch the show live, which is always a glorious shit show, as many of our patrons would tell you. Yes, absolutely. So, Fusco, why don't you tease some of our guests we have up in free March? Do you want me to tease them or actually say it? Uh, I don't give a shit. I just want to <laughs> I, I drink my drink, which means I won't be able to talk for a while. Yeah, free March, we dug deep. Uh, I was apparently had too much cocaine the, two days ago and just started making fucking phone calls. And uh, But we've we got some really uh, interesting guests coming up over the next three weeks for all of March. Some of the best players in the world, arguably. Uh, next week, and this is—I can't wait to do this. I, I'm, I'm so. Sh- this is—is is it weird? <laughs> is it weird that this is the one I'm most this excited the, about? Yes, but we've had the other two before. There's reasons I'm excited for them too, but this one we've never had, and I just cannot imagine how it's going to go. I have ideas in my head, and I know it's not going to go that way. The shame bone. Yeah, Seamus Coin is going to be in next week. The legend himself, uh, probably the most insane person in all pipe bands, and there's a lot of insane people in pipe bands. I think I think the I think the best quote that I ever heard about Seamus was from you, and it was he he cannot be uh, he cannot be like seen he must be experienced yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah. can't be explained <laughs> cannot be explained must be experienced yeah like you have no idea what you're in for until you've met the man and he's in the same room oh, I love Seamus <laughs> but that should be funny I have some thoughts about past I have played in a band with him I know lots of stuff about him. Uh, it, I, I nearly <laughs> decked him twice. <laughs> you wouldn't be the only one, I'm sure. <laughs> Many people have probably almost decked Seamus. Or maybe they did. I don't know. But that one's going to be good. And then the week after that, we have... Uh, Callum. Callum. Callum fucking Beaumont. Yeah. And we're not going to let him talk about his new business at all. No, not at all. Yeah, like it's all going to be, it's all gonna be uh, <laughs> Dirtbag Olympics. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it's, Callum, not be the, it's not going to be the official <laughs> Dirtbag Olympics, but... no. But Callum is uh, recently single, and I yeah, cannot we're find out. <laughs> we're going to find out what dating app he's on. Yes, and uh, what what it's like to be pipe band royalty and single. Be arguably the most eligible isn't, ba- bachelor in all. Of pipe isn't band. isn't all pipe band royalty that's not single just like betrothed to someone who has a house and with lights? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sure that's what he's trying to do. I, I don't know. I wonder where he's living these days. I don't even know. Uh, but uh, yeah, and so then and then we're finishing off the month with uh, Ross Miller, who I promise I'm not going to hang up on. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I, I I don't mean wrong. It was great to do it for the bit, but I'm such a fan of Ross's music. I do want to I do want to get him to say shit he'll regret on the radio. Absolutely, we've yeah. got to get him just a little drunk and have him say something stupid. But so yeah, so that's our free fun. march. Uh, we got grab bag today. Seamus, Callum, and then Ross. It's going to be a fucking wild month. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to the next three weeks. uh, And 
yeah, so that should be good. So Dude, check it out. Isn't it crazy to uh, remember what it was like to look forward to something? It's been a while. It's been a real long time. <laughs> so speaking of things that took forever, uh, Fusco, you got you got stuck in traffic today? You have a gig? What happened? I had a gig this morning, three and a half, three, three hours. That was my Excuse best me. Jay Leno. Oh. Oh, what about this traffic? <laughs> or is that Seinfeld? What are you, what are you doing? I man? don't know, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody that wasn't funny from the 90s that people thought was funny, they all roll into one thing for me. So right, I, yeah. I, have, I have a hard time discerning them apart. <laughs> Jay Leno's the worst. But anyway. I remember a time where I thought Dane Cook was funny. So we're all, you know, we're all victims here. His first EP was good, but after that it became terrible. But uh yeah no i had a gig uh this morning and yesterday was the same golf course tor- tournament thingy and uh i figured you know saturdays are usually easy in vegas like there's no nobody's going to well people go to work but not normal you know holy shit this is going to lead into what happened to you too i think but uh traffic getting back was remarkable on a saturday afternoon like dude I'm stuck on the highway for if i know for a fact that it's not a full moon tonight but I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah, I would stay in tonight weird. if you're in Vegas. It's weird, right? <laughs> like it's so weird tonight. So you you got sucking all this shit. I I uh, I'm gonna suck my own dick here for a little bit. Okay. Delivered uh, delivered food boxes this morning from like eight to ten to like people who are like on food assistance. Not my fucking idea. It was my mother's. Right. But she didn't want to get murdered and didn't want to drive, so she enlisted me. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm, I'm, I get like 50% of the, uh, you know, karma points. Were you armed? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just a knife? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm armed. What are you dude, I'm armed when I go to the mailbox. Like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? I'm from Nevada, bro. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have a grenade keistered right now. Uh, but yeah, so I did that. And then uh, she's like, oh, like, you know, like, let me take you out. Like, uh, Feed you, feed you a bit. So we went to the brunch of one of my clients. Uh, if you're in Vegas, Sunrise Casablanca has amazing kitchen. Holy shit. It's a very well-kept secret in, in town, which may mean I'm bad at my job. I don't know. Right. You're the marketing yeah. guy. Right? <laughs> How come I've never heard I'm of torn. This I'm torn because <laughs> I, I want more people to go there because it's great, but I also don't want to go myself and have it be crowded. So it's it's very difficult. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so went had some had some brunch, and then on my way back, <laughs> like passed by an armed response on a naked homeless dude, <laughs> and and like definitely altered. Could have been drugs. Could have been blood sugar. Could have been anything. But like fucking four officers, beanbags, tasers, and Glocks, ready to rock. <laughs> and I'm just driving by, and a and big fucking guy. Normally, normally this would be excessive. Normally, this would be an gonna, excessive yeah, I was response. Say, like, it seems like a lot for a homeless guy. No, no, no. Seems like an excessive response, but big fucking dude, and hanging a baby's arm. <laughs> so he's naked. He could have beat him with that. Oh Who knows? God. Well, he's naked. He was winning the poo in it. He was naked from the waist down. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, but uh, but and the, and the first thing that clued me in was I saw the ghetto bird circling. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't even a helo response. Is one guy. <laughs> He might have been on meth or something like that. Oh, those, dude, yeah, I don't, types. I don't know, man. But it's be uh, hard to take this guy down. But he's having a bad day. Let me tell you that. I, I, ju- I just kept driving. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Mickey Mouse in the fucking racist steamboat, like <laughs> just, just fucking scooting on down. I don't, I don't need to see how this goes down. <laughs> you mean you weren't out there with a camera with your phone? Fuck no. Vertical nope. recording this. Just, just I just. <laughs> 
I went home and I trusted uh, I trusted these public servants. <laughs> let, the, let the cops beat this guy in peace. It'll be fine. Dude. <laughs> I, I mean, even four on one, he might have taken him. So yeah. it's been a weird fucking day. It was a weird fucking day from the word go. Yeah, it started weird and it's getting weirder. So speaking of things that are weird, our patrons. <laughs> they, they, uh, it's... You know how you know this? Go just sample the <laughs> all of the six. Sample, Facebook. sample the all of the six before it gets removed forever. <laughs> I don't know how that's still a thing, how that exists. But uh, yeah, I would encourage. Uh, actually, you know what? I, I'm interested in this experiment. Oh. Everyone who is a patron and tunes in live. Sorry, I'm trying to throw up vodka. <laughs> teeth sweating? <laughs> Not sweaty teeth. Just, uh, just I had a biscuit fried chicken sandwich. It was, oh, oh. It was amazing. <laughs> it's a lot of gluten. <laughs> but uh, no, like I, I would be interested for everyone who is a patron currently in the chat right now to tell people who aren't the benefits. And I don't think there is one, but who knows? Maybe maybe we get some new patrons from these these free episodes that we're about to do. I'm sure we will. People will get used to it and then it'll be like I'd be willing to bet the nine people watching right now are already patrons. patrons. Yes, I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> so for that goddamn Joe Brady. <laughs> don't be don't be talking about <laughs> my new my new boss. <laughs> your bo- your life boss. Let me talk about my 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 new uh my new daddy. Um but yeah, so if you are enjoying this, and if you enjoy the rest of the episodes we do this month, consider five dollars a month to fucking be a patron. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're having we're having a great fucking time over here, and so is our audience. Way better time than Rab's audience, I'm sure of it. Yeah, Rab's audience doesn't <laughs> zoom in to watch us go black out at <laughs> nine o'clock or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so do we, let's let's get into this. Fusco. Where are we? What What do you recall of yesterday evening? I recall getting engaged. I remember that much. You did? Uh, Informally, but I mean, all engagements are informal, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Brad's mailing me a ring, I guess. I don't know. Uh, that's probably the, I mean, vaguely around that time period. We called you in and then it kind of, <laughs> so I get, I don't know much after that. <laughs> I get a message from Beer Boy that's like, hey, uh, here's a Zoom call. Um, you need to be a part of this. And I was like, all right, like I'll, I'll, I'll fucking play. Like, why not? I was just, I was just cleaning up nothing weird. And, uh, yeah, that, that was the zoom call where I, I officially received the announcement that you and beer boy Brad are engaged. (laughs) And congratulations, by the way, to, to you, to me, not to beer boy, because he could do better. He could absolutely do better. And he has, I think. (laughs) <laughs> but I came in. I came in very late in this conversation. So what the fuck happened? Uh, we were discussing the fact that I don't have health insurance, and Brad's like, "Well, I've got great health insurance. I'm officially, uh, oh, shit, what is it? Um, disabled with the military. So he's got like, yeah. So he's benefits. got he's got a percentage of disability that is phenomenal. And I will say this based on his injury, super fair. I don't. I don't even know what I what injury it was. He may have told me last night, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He'll tell you again on your wedding night. <laughs> I'm sure he will. <laughs> I'll see it up close. Um, so yeah, we were talking about that and then Brad's like, well, I'll marry it. And then all of a sudden he, he, uh, 
He, I just want to know what Nick thinks about this because I never got an opinion from Nick. I actually thought Brad was already married. I didn't realize. He's like, no, no, no. We're she not lives married. in Oklahoma. They, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Fucking the whole. I thought the whole country allows that now. No, just just sane states. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, okay. So we're gonna have to get married here then, because he wants me to move to Oklahoma. I'm like, Jesus <sighs> Christ, man. I was I was trying. They were very close to moving here, which. Then they got a sweet house, which right. they're not going to move here now. It makes yeah. me sad. Yeah. I, w- I would like to have them both <clears throat> close to me. But Does yeah. North Carolina allow a gay marriage? Uh, I would be willing to compromise and move. move how, long ha- how, long has, <laughs> how long has Joe Brady been a beard? <laughs> Do we know? We should, uh, we should ask. I don't know. Uh, but so, yeah, anyway. Brad and I are now engaged. He changed his, uh, his Facebook yeah, status to engaged. I saw he sent me he sent me the screenshot of the Facebook that he's now apparently engaged to. Right. I'm just waiting for my parents to see this. They've yet to re- nobody's responded, but <laughs> I'm gonna even, get. <laughs> I didn't even think about your family, <laughs> my father especially. Uh, it's gonna be like, dude, how and, okay? How but, funny it'll be. Some of my family's like, you know, we always kind of suspected. <laughs> <laughs> but but are you willing to like kind of play it up? Play it up. Because that would be hilarious. I would be so interested to know your sisters and your... Your mom's not going to give a shit. But your sisters and your dad's response, I would be so interested because that would be comedy gold. If you just played, I was like, no, like I'm marrying this guy in Oklahoma. Maybe I should like get him online and record it and record the... And, and just like come out to them. <laughs> Patreon only published in April. <laughs> That would be oh my god! I wonder what I wonder what my father would do. That was that's interesting. <laughs> he's not like a he's not like a lunatic hardcore. I mean, he's a hardcore right wing kind of person, but he's not like yeah, he's no. not like I, dude. That would be content. That'd be content gold. Hmm. Let me let me consider just this. play along, <laughs> and then I'll bring Brad in to introduce him to Brad, dude, dude, <laughs> dude. Oh my god! Oh, god, my brain. Oh no. Oh, no one should be around it. Let's make save the dates and mail them. <laughs> Let's just keep going with this thing. Let's make save the dates. <laughs> mail one, like, I swear to God, we can do it. Like, once once travel restrictions are slightly easier, mm-hmm. we could fucking fly him here or you there. We could take tuxedo <laughs> photos. <laughs> Of you two together. Like engagement and, photos? And print <laughs> and print and send save the dates to your family. And and just what but somebody's gotta be in on it because I need somebody to record it. So I need to let one like, person in on it. Because <laughs> I need to be I, I What about to, your what about your cool cousin? Okay, yeah. She She could do it. Yeah, I could do that. I don't remember her name, but Aaron, she was cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I could have her like but it, they need to be there when my mother opens the thing, you know? Like, like I will, I will take, I will take professional engagement photos of you and Beer Boy. Uh, this is not the stupidest thing we've ever done. It's pretty, it's pretty close. It's pretty stupid, but <laughs> goddamn, oh, goddamn, the comedic value is there. Yeah, yeah, huh. <laughs> and then, and then you know because we have to get content off uh, off of it, otherwise we can't write it off as a business expense. Mm-hmm. So we just it's just the uh, the Fusco's engagement video. Oh, we can do a whole video, like I'm dude Fusco, like Brad Wait, and I can, running through the park or something. Can, can my Alexa hear me? False end. <laughs> <laughs> just go 100 percent with this thing. 
we technically have all the resources at our disposal to do this. What research? What do you mean? What like resources do we need? Financially, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. creatively, like Brad's in the chat. Brad, you willing to fly here for this would, pictures? This would not be <laughs> this would not be that hard to pull off. <laughs> this would be like a six out of ten oh. on a difficulty scale. And what holy my, shit. What if my poor father has a heart attack? <laughs> that's, that's my only concern. I was just about to say, my only concern <laughs> is your parents have a heart attack. <laughs> they are pretty old at this point. I don't know how much they can handle. Uh, they have pretty good attitudes about but life. They, but, but hey, if it doesn't if it doesn't kill your parents, they'll think it was funny once they're let once in. Once they're let in. On, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Write this down. <laughs> <laughs> I did, oh, I didn't bring my notes. Because this put is my idea. Yeah, notebook. put it in the idea. Put it in your dream journal. Because <laughs> this is uh, incredibly doable, and goddamn, would it be funny? Hold on. Idea, dear, dear diary. <laughs> Yo, please narrate to the uh, free audience. Thank you, dear diary. Don't forget to marry Brad. <laughs> dear boy, Brad. Just to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> More importantly, uh, send out tasteful wedding save the dates. Yeah, like you have to take it hundred percent serious. It's got to like look real. Like oh, it's gonna look pro. Tasteful. Uh, what are they called? Save the dates. <laughs> it's, it's gonna look very pro. Well, we'll do engagement photos too, but we'll space them out to where it seems like the engagement photos were before the save the dates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait. So I got to torture them for like a month over this to like. No. No. To, no. Like. No. It's like it's gonna be like four days. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's like engagement photo. Oh my god! I can't believe he asked. <laughs> and then like we mail we mail the save the date the same day you post the engagement photo. So it's like a. Very so it gets there a couple days later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this, me, de- this derailed the entire episode. Yeah, this was I not our love, topic. But I love this idea. <laughs> oh, I love this idea. I gotta, I gotta think this through. I don't want to kill my poor parents, but I think I think it would just, be hilarious. Just make sure they're all up on their blood pressure medication. <laughs> I think it would be pretty goddamn funny. Make sure everyone's oh. got their nitro on hand. <laughs> trying to think if I have any particularly homophobic or you know that type of family members you're i'm from, sure i do you're from upstate new york you definitely do yeah i'm sure i do so like just dude get an address <laughs> list oh no here's okay so here's the work you can start now the work you can start now put this in your dream journal oh. fuck face you need to start collecting an address list of people that are your extended family because we should fuck them all at once <laughs> <laughs> That should be relatively easy to do. <laughs> oh, I'm sure your mom already has. She it. has it. Yeah. yeah, but I, I gotta uh, ask her, and she's gonna want to. This why, has but. nothing to do with where I wanted this episode to go, but I'm so excited for this idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is an incredibly fun and stupid idea. Brad, how quickly can you get out to Las Vegas? <laughs> yeah, uh, we can. We, we gotta rent tuxes. We can uh, plan that. Yeah, we'll rent some tuxes. <laughs> I, I think you guys should do kilts. Oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah. We could do that way. I okay, think kilts would be great. Okay, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So getting back to the where, where, episode. Where are we here? <laughs> so Fusco blacked out on Zoom. We have an email. Uh, I'm going to have you read this one while I hit the head. So read this email from Ian. And, uh, you know, 
vamp for a bit. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm trying. I to pee on. fast. I have a wide bore. Why can't I open this fucking thing? Hold on. Oh, there it is. Okay. Boy, they changed Google Notes. Okay, it works a little different. Well, okay. it was too long for me to put in a comment. Oh, is that what happened? Okay, gotcha. So I linked it instead. Gotcha. Okay, I was confused. All right, this is this one's good. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gen X, by the way, motherfucker. Um, okay, good day, fucksticks. This got a little long, but I'm not sorry. That shit, I forgot this one. I'm going to have to stay. I'm you just going to hold this it again. I think it was the shock collar episode where you guys were talking about teaching and student goals and stuff. You mentioned that most people just don't put in the effort, but that if they had unlimited time, anyone could put in enough time to make it to the Glenfiddich. I think Andy pushed back on that a little, which I appreciated because that idea is simply horseshit. <laughs> Given a million monkeys on a million typewriters, one might write Shakespeare, but for the ones that don't, it's not for a lack of time. It also doesn't consider aptitude or psychology, which, in my opinion, are at least equal to teaching and effort. First, looking at aptitude. Every great teacher has dud students. Nobody has the Midas touch when it comes to producing players. Some teachers can right the wrongs of past inferior instruction, and some can get more out of their students than others. But there is still a baseline level of aptitude for music in general, and bagpipes in particular, that can't be ignored. Good teachers will get you closer to your highest potential, sure, but nobody can make a tone-deaf student who can't find the beat into a gold medalist or silver star winner, to, to take the extreme example. Now, secondly, the aspect that I don't think gets enough to psychology. I don't mean self-help pop psychology as much as just being mentally open to the idea that you are, in fact, capable of doing what your teacher is describing. It might even be more simple, simply called confidence. If you look at grade one bands and open soloists as aliens sent from the Highlands to be our overlords, you'll never see yourself as capable as, of competing with them. Some people walk into any room feeling like this big swinging dick, but not everyone is wired this way. And I think this is one of the big advantages of second or third generation players who grew up around the scene. They get to see behind the curtain to know these are just people, that children and players are all, <clears throat> will always get good or at least not damaging tuition from the start is just one more benefit of coming from a piping or drumming family. I know there are countless examples of people having tremendous success as the first piper in the family, but my point is just that it's an easier road when you have a guide. Interested in whether you think I'm full of shit? Peace, Ian. So. Well, there's a lot there. Yeah. Um, I actually don't remember talking about the, the time thing. I mean, we've talked about it loosely, but the yeah. thing he's referencing specifically. And that was probably the, <clears throat> that was probably the defined serious piping episode, I assume. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, maybe. Who knows? We've, we, we go round and round. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, good points. Good points made. But I, I still I still think that at the end of the day, there's always going to be an argument about nature versus nurture. There's always going to be an argument about talent versus work, which mm-hmm. I, I would just like everyone to kind of reconsider what – reconsider the terms of talent. Like, yeah, you can be God's gift. Cool. Without work, you're not going to get there. You could work your ass off and not have God's gift. You'll still get there. But you may not get as far. And I'm not necessarily, I kind of hate the word talent, as you well know. But, like, there is aptitudes for things. Like, we have genetic aptitudes 
for stuff, whatever it might be, sports. Uh, <laughs> Get, I'm not uh, going. I'm not going down the WNBA <laughs> rabbit hole again. Sports skills, singing, fucking painting, like drawing, you know, whatever. Like, there's all kinds of different stuff, obviously. Um, but but you know, but the, you also got to be the right person at the right time with the right skill and with the right person teaching you and or whatever. Like, and the thing, and I think the thing with that conver- the thing from that conversation that I was trying to get across, and maybe did a bad job because you know I'm a drunk podcast host, <laughs> uh, is just that the the eye opening moment for me from a teaching perspective was that conversation with Callum where he's like, hey, I just try to figure out what the fuck this person's trying to do. And work them towards whatever their goal is. Right. And you, you, that was that was very eye opening for me because you know most of my experience was always looking at every player and student as how do I get you in the circle to make me win. Right. Correct. And that might be the square peg round hole thing where we yeah. or we saw everybody as a nail. Everybody. Everybody was just like, hey you're going to be a contest player or you can fuck off. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I realize now what a fuck up that was. But at the time, you know, I was, I was a dog with a bone, man. Like I needed to, I need to get to the fucking thing. I wanted, I wanted a, I wanted to show up with players and play an amazing set and win. And even if I didn't win, just play a great set without any fuck ups in the attack or cutoff. <laughs> Good. Good God. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> Just one clean run. Dude, uh, <laughs> talk about one clean run. I'm still like clearing the 2018 footage from the concert off my fucking hard drive, man. And yeah, there's shit. I've listened to those. <laughs> uh, there, there's shit where I have my I have my folder in my video editing software where it's like not done yet. Done. Not going to use. <laughs> Just, there's a lot in that not going to use pile. Yeah. And the unfortunate thing about that concert was most of the shit that ended up in the not going to use pile was the fucking piping. Correct. Yeah. I was actually going to hit this as a possible topic for today, but we're going to do a different topic. But it maybe we'll do it another we can, time. We but can the hit idea this in the of, future, yeah. The but. idea of like, are we too hard on ourselves as music, musicians in general? Um, because it definitely comes across in other other industries like uh like other types of music i mean like if you're in a metal band or like whatever the fuck like musicians are terrible to each other right so may, you know it, you know are we trying to enjoy and produce uh you know a cultural something you know to, to for the general enjoyment of the audience or are we are we trying to improve the um sort of the way bagpipes are looked at in general society like i mean they're not mutually exclusive in my right, opinion yeah yeah i mean i think i think at the end of the day we're <laughs> the reason your pipe major uh, i'm going to i'm going to speak directly to the camera <laughs> the reason that your pipe major and your pipe sergeant are such dicks is because they're also trying to enjoy playing in a pipe band <laughs> like you're enjoying playing in a pipe band possibly by being a clusterfuck. Okay, cool. We're trying to enjoy it by listening to music that's good. And it doesn't have to be perfect. No. I think a lot of the times the argument that's used against uh, pipe majors and pipe sergeants who are a little aggressive is, well, you know, like, hey, you want it to be perfect, but what? It's like, no, I don't want it to be perfect. I just want it to be pleasant. I want, I want to listen to you play with everybody else 
and a little blip here and there and a little blowing thing here and there. Totally acceptable. That happens. Shit fucking happens. Especially at our level. Especially at grade four. But like playing the wrong fucking note every time for four years, uh, like blowing the attack, blowing the cutoff. Like there are certain things that are incredibly simple that make it incredibly less pleasant for me. Mm-hmm as a pipe sergeant. And that is when I fucking lose my shit. Yeah. That is when I go full red hood. And like, <laughs> yeah, I, I lose it. And I think it's more psychological than that. It's the same thing. The same thing sets it off. People fucking up the same thing over and over again. But it, to me, it's, it's the display of the lack of respect for everybody in the organization that, and the that, that, that you in. haven't actually yeah. gone and done something to fix it. That's what makes me fucking bananas. I mean, I have not blown an attack in like five years. It's incredibly, incredibly rare. Like that. And we talked about this last week, two weeks ago, whatever it was when I talked, when I mentioned about like, if you can blow good tone, it doesn't take Stuart Little to do that. Like you, anybody can do that. Yeah. If you focus on it and and play a good tune, it doesn't have to be jigs and reels and at 130 pieces But it does take, it does take thoughtful repetition. Correct. A very boring (laughs) process. Correct. And that's what, that's the part that, upsets me as a person who's uh, very good at it's the same it's the same <laughs> doing reason, boring shit yeah. over and over again <laughs> same reason i can same reason i can reassemble my 1911 in under 45 seconds right like right it's a very boring process made better by repetition and that's the thing i mean we talked about this on the episode on the defining serious piping episode that came out I don't know. We recorded seven weeks ago and who knows when it came out. <laughs> I think but it's like the whole, the whole thing it comes down to is like, you have to, you have to get the baseline shit down the mechanical baseline shit. Repeat that until it is muscle memory, then get creative. Yeah. Yes. This is, and this is the, and okay, this is, I swear this isn't the part of the ad read that part will come later, but this is exactly what Andrew's talking about with bagpipe freedom stuff. It's like having developing your skills so you have the freedom to be creative. And I listen to a drum podcast. Very wait a minute, often. wait a minute. Can you do an ad read while I go have a piss? <laughs> you too can get join the dojo. <laughs> no, no, I don't do, even know if still just make sure make sure after you explain why this is important that you do chainarant.com slash suck less. And I'll be back by then. <laughs> so the reason this is important is uh, and what makes me so incredibly nuts about it is that it's relatively simple to fix. It's just boring. Uh, thing, things that we struggle with is uh, do something that's simple, keep your focus small, uh, and rep it. Like we've, we talked about this with Callum on the show in the past where he talked about um, bullet points, I think is the word he uses. Uh, and Ali Henderson has talked about this. Uh, many of the guys, they spend most of their time doing something very small, fixing their problems, not playing the whole tune, but every, nobody wants to do that. It's really, I, I understand, psychologically difficult to do something boring and we just want to jam through tunes at, you know, too fast and without actually fixing anything uh, and hope that it gets better, but it's just such the wrong thing to do. And uh, it's proven time and time again in many different uh, <laughs> skills, I suppose. But the idea, it's, it's the exact idea behind the dojo is... Uh, or at least the dojo philosophy of bagpipe freedom is break things down into very small pieces, attack that small thing. So you can focus on it hundred percent, improve the brain quality of whatever it is you're doing in that particular skill, and then slowly expand from there. And the long-term effects of that are going to be, um, 
more substantial quicker than if you hammer away at a tune over and over again without actually focusing. So, given all that, you too can join the dojo and go to chanarant.com slash suckless and learn these methods. Uh, if you want to be bored, silly, in Andrew's class, this is where you go. Um, but you yeah. fucking nailed it. <laughs> Were you listening the whole time? I uh, could, I could kind of hear over the sound of the torrential <laughs> pissing piss that I. Have to say. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, man. Uh, the idea is take something, make it small, improve it, then make it big. Right? That's the idea. And this is the, the pros say it every time. So you too can learn this skill, and you can also attend my classes, which are way too big at this point anyway. Um, but I promise I'll say hi to you, maybe. I so know. I want to give a quick uh, plug to the Chainerant Discord. You can join at chainerant.com slash Discord. It is uh, still stupidly fun, and everyone should join, and then it'll be much easier for us to communicate. Yeah, why don't, why don't more people join the yeah, Discord? Especially considering the fact that the, all of the six Facebook group is not long for this world. It's bound to get crushed. In it. <laughs> we, we get so many goddamn content notices. Do we still? Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way that we're gonna we're gonna be able to sustain such a thing. Uh, but yeah, so join the Discord server. There's <laughs> there's three people that tried to join recently, and I'm like, I didn't approve them right away. I'm like, oh, all the six are, or these, Discord, all of the six, yeah. And I, and I was like, hmm, I don't think these people are ready for this. <laughs> like one of them was George McKenna, mm. uh, who's an old a drummer in our band from years ago, and who's a good friend of ours and far stuff. too nice of a human and he's like the nicest human you've ever nicest without being human. a mormon he's the nicest guy you've ever met and not he's not innocent like he you know but he's also very straight and narrow right and i'm like oh god george you do not i don't think you're the right guy for this. speaking speaking of mormons <laughs> um we're gonna get to that but before we get to that email Bosco, we have a raffle winner it is the first week of a new oh, month here is. at the channel rant podcast it is and as you know every month on the first week we raffle off a piece of merch to one of our patrons do we have any new merch lately uh no that's probably coming i don't know i've been very busy this week i was just curious but uh but yeah i I have a couple ideas i have an idea for a militaristic morse code secret six shirt and some other things and then we're gonna do the neon bleeding hoodie Ooh, i like that that's gonna come in uh but yes we have a we have a winner we have a winner for march uh, the patron who gets to pick a shirt of their choice is Jonathan Emery. Emery? Emery? I'm, I'm, I'm Emery? I don't know. I don't I know, know. Every time I say Emery, I'm, I feel <laughs> like I'm doing a poor Jamaican accent. <laughs> yeah. So, Jonathan, congratulations. Jonathan, Woo! you have won. Also, Courtney Harler is in the chat. She thanked us for her Phoenix because she won last she month. She won last yeah. month, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jonathan, if you're, in, if you're around or when you hear this, Send an email to channerant at gmail.com with your size and shirt preference. And your address. That and your address. Yeah, we're going to need to do that. We have to, if we're going to mail it to you, we have to know where you live. <laughs> yeah, that helps. So, uh, And we can ship to almost anywhere in the world except for Cuba. So if you're out there and you join the Discord, or not the Discord, the uh, Patreon. When's our, when's our first Channerant live from Cuba? I want to do that one. Have you seen some of the cars there? I have not. Are they like from the 50s? Classics. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> they are frozen in time old, in, in they old are, Cuba. They are old shit boxes that, you know, you know me. You know how much I love old piece of crap cars. Yes, you do. You got two of them in your fucking driveway. <laughs> I got two in my driveway right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. I can't wait for the restrictions to lift so we can actually do a Channerant meetup somewhere. 
Yeah. Preferably in Las be, Vegas so we don't have fun. to go anywhere. Well, there, there's there's <laughs> a little something in the works there, but we'll talk about that yeah. in the future. Once it's, once it's more solidified. Someday. So, But yeah, um, cool. So we have an email from John. You you commute, you talk to him. Uh, and it leads perfectly into the topic of the week. So should we do an intermission, win, fail, try? Yeah, let's do all that, and then we'll hit the email that leads into the topic. Then we'll That's hit the email that leads into the topic. Especially since i got to go to the bathroom, so that would be amazing. Yeah, okay, so real quick, we're going to do an intermission. We will be back shortly. This episode of the Chain Rant Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, proudly made in North America by artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust, Scotland. At McClellan Bagpipes, they don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of the best-sounding and most beautiful-looking bagpipes in the world since their beginning in 1988. Over the years, McClellan Bagpipes has established a solid reputation for rich, warm, and stable tone, created with incredible craftsmanship and instruments of heirloom quality and unparalleled beauty. Head to BespokeBagpipes.com to learn more about their innovations like the new Elevation Chanter, which features a lower-pitched richness inspired by the classic top hand of older chanters and sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe, a Delrin instrument featuring bores lined with a cellulose polymer sleeve giving you the structural benefits of a Delrin instrument while maintaining a refined wood-like sound. Check out McClellan Bagpipes' diverse line of instruments and learn more about their restoration work on vintage bagpipes by visiting their website at bespokebagpipes.com. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. And we are back. Thank you, everyone, who stuck around for a bit. Um, okay, so Fusco, we have some wins, fails, tries. I'm going to get these queued up. Do you want to kind of entertain the <laughs> audience for a bit while I, I do that? I can. Uh, I'd be happy to entertain the lovely live stream and tell you that we've had these in the can for a while, and I have no recollection of what any of them are. I just don't um, know if there's a way that I, we did it. I thought we did it last time. We last time was Dalton, right? No, we never got to him. I thought we did these in Sheehan's episode, and oh, I was asking. Were, I was asking if you could hear it, and we played it multiple times. Which one's the fail? Maybe we did. I gotta look because if it's the one, I th- I don't think that's it. Let me look. Do you guys? Do you guys remember us doing when wins and fails? Because I already have a... Uh, if it's the U.S. Naval Academy one, we've done that. But it's I don't think that's it. I already have a browser oh, did we, source. Did we? I think we did all these because I already have a browser source that's auto-selecting this. Really? What was the try? Whoops. So I've got the fail being the dancer, Piper, which yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. I'm sure we did that one. What is this one? That's the the very the fourth one is one that I found. Right, no, I see that. I I just saw that this week. There's a what's this one? No, we've definitely done these. We did all these. These must be hold over from something different. Okay. So we have a we have a try. <laughs> I've got a win if you want one. Because <laughs> I already had one backed on backup. That's okay. Uh, I'm gonna copy copy this URL. I'm gonna pop it into a window. You're going to edit all of this out of the episode anyway. That's, yeah. That's easy enough to do. Dude, you got to hear this fucking this set. Holy shit. This wind will blow your goddamn mind. So, wow, no, I, 
must log in to continue. Shit. All right, how do I do this without uh, having people see my personal information? What are you trying to do? So, uh, let me let me give a little intro to this one. I saw this one like today. It was very recent. The thing I love about it is it is a friend of ours, Steve Foley's kid. Right. And he is, uh, he. I guess he got like a $130 set of Packy Pipes on Amazon. Oh, I heard about this. I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. Saw and, it. Yeah. yeah. And so he was like, he was like, hey, and I've seen this before. Like uh, Matt, Matt, right, did we'll a, Matt did a similar thing where he bought like cheap ass pipes. Granted, I guarantee that this fucking channer is not stock. Just based on the sound or looking at it? Based on looking at it. But, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you get like the cheap ass pipes and see what happens. Let me pull this up. God, what's my fucking crop button on They look better than your typical packy pipes because they're actually black instead of like that rosewood color. That's okay, so uh, I'm going to transition to this yeah, it real looks quick. Like my oh, yeah, these are terrible. And then. At least it's portrait. Okay, this is funny, but... Oh, God, now it's playing again. What happened? Um, just, I'm just trying to figure out the multiple share screens and nonsense that I have. But, yeah, uh, so, so I, don't, people, I, don't think, I don't think our audience heard the Brennan Foley, but we'll put it in the show notes. They couldn't hear it? I don't think so. Oh, okay. That's fine. We'll, we'll, it'll be in the real episode. But of all the people... <laughs> the audio episode the audio is the episode, real The episode. real version, yeah. Because uh, we can never get the live stream right. Uh, but the uh, of all the people that have attempted to do this, this is probably one of the more successful ones I've ever heard because it actually doesn't... I mean, it doesn't sound bad. Like the drones are... Yeah, and also I think that the, the thing that fucking I'm most interested in is the fact that it definitely was like a different read, different channel. If it was a thing that was shipped with it, I would be amazed. We should get Steve on. To to talk about it? Yeah, man. Well, just to shoot the shit cuz he's a very funny human. Yeah, I actually wrote to him recently as one of my one of the possible guests. We'll see. <laughs> trying to get trying to get some people in. Um Yeah, so it's not bad. I don't know. I mean, Sounds about as good as a uh, revelation pipes, I suppose. Uh, it sounds about <laughs> as good as it sounds about as good as my 2014 McCallums. <laughs> Dude, my that's 20, okay. 2004. You mean? Oh yeah, God, fuck you, those right. fuckers. I'm old. Uh, but no, the funniest thing is like he goes up to the drones on the packy pipes, and it's like, like not like, yeah. And I'm I mean, sitting there, I'm like, fuck, that sounds pretty similar to my old pipes. <laughs> yeah, when you get close, you can hear that they're shit. But like when he's further away, you just hear the overall sort of general hum, and it's not so bad, I guess. I don't know. Dude, I played 
my first official gig with the new pipes. How'd that go? Phenomenally. Like aside from the fact that nobody at a funeral home knows what the fuck is going on, and don't get me wrong, we'll get to that in the topic here shortly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it went great. Like uh, set them up. Uh, these are the McClellan uh, Elevation Revelation bagpipes with the Elevation Channer. Right. They should they should really consider <laughs> making those two different things. <laughs> different enough so it's yeah. easier to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so tuned up in about five seconds in cold and wind. Mm-hmm. When was it cold? It's been nicer for a week. I was in Boulder. Oh. And and you know I was like I was like all right cool got them got them settled. Uh, went around, had a whole fucking fiasco with nobody knowing what was going on. Of and course. this was at, this was at Boulder National. You've played that a million times. Matters, I've played that yeah. a million times. Yeah. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. It was incredibly frustrating. I will bitch about that <laughs> before we get to the email and the topic. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, like played that. Okay, cool. Like I'm waiting in the foyer cause I'm supposed to play them to the mausoleum they throw an audible, so now I'm playing like Dawning of the Day in the fucking chapel for some reason. A couple drones cut out quickly, kick them back in. No worries. Everything's good. Sounds like you need the dojo's uh, transitioning course, learning how to calibrate your drone reads correctly. And you can see it too <laughs> at channerant.com slash suckless. <laughs> uh, but, but the tuning fucking held. Because it was like cold and windy, then I was indoors, then I was outside standing in the sun mm-hmm. waiting for them to get their shit together. And did Amazing Grace, fucking fired it up, no change. Cool. You, like, you know that panic moment? Where you're just, right before, where you're like... Where like, I have not <laughs> checked this enough because I've been standing here while you guys figure out your shit. Right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had that panic moment. I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> like, they... The urn was going to go on the ground, but then it was supposed to go to the mausoleum, so I'm, like, delayed even more. And I'm sitting there like, oh, these are going to go to shit. No, I fucking hit it. Boom. Isn't that a nice feeling? You're like, oh, I can trust these. It takes years to really trust it, like you're you're not panicking every (laughs) second. Dude, you know my old pipes. I don't trust anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I still do that. Like I, st- like if I don't get a chance to like check it every five minutes, like I get real anxious. Like oh, I God. get anxious. Comes like I hope this is gonna work. I'm like what the fuck? Like and like it's so different between like okay, we get hired to play a stage performance somewhere. Maybe we're just like auxiliary at like the Smith Center or something like that. And then, you know, we do uh, we do like a wedding or something. At least when you're doing the thing at a professional venue, they're like, all right, I need you to do this at this time, this at this time, this at this time. You do a, you do a funeral or a wedding, and they're just like, eh, it's quiet. You should play now. I'm like, ah, cunt. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't we have a fucking plan and stick to it? Like, give me give me a game plan. Come up with a plan of attack for your event. Man, you know, I was just listening to the to the Channer Red episode where we talked about me helping you do the fucking LVCS fucking thing Birds. in your living room. And ironically enough, Josh just changed plans when, out of nowhere, and now he's bitching about, can we just have a plan? <laughs> well, okay, okay, dickhead. <laughs> 
Come on. You know that's true. Sometimes things change, man. You got to roll the punch. I, I had to roll the punch. I'm bro. okay. I'm okay with sometimes <laughs> things change. But if there was no original plan. Well, sure. When things change, I'm just like, what the fuck? This is, dude, I go into every, I've learned this over the years. Every funeral, wedding. Every gig. Act every, if, like, I'm telling you yeah. what's going to happen. If every they change funeral, it, fine. But they don't know. And they're going to be Wait, wait, wait. Actually, this could be helpful to me. Because I had this problem where I was like, yeah, we're going to do this, this, and this. Okay, cool. I showed up. I was ready to do my job. And then the plan was thrown out the window. Okay. So I'm interested in this. Like, how do you approach that conversation with a client where it's like, hey, this is what we're going to do. This, this, this. Is it easier if you just, like, take charge of the situation? When you mean in the pre-process, like talking on the phone, or do you mean when you no, get there? talking on the phone. Yes. Uh, so I, I very I, often they don't know and they haven't looked into it that hard to, to real, they might have a tune in their, in their uh, head. Like, Hey, do you know how to play some w- off the wall fucking modern tune? Like, yeah, no, I don't know. But generally I, those, I give them my, I give them things. My, this is one of those things I should fucking know by now, but I, I well, typically try to defer cause I'm like, yeah, you know, never, like, never, never defer. <laughs> you're the, I was like, I was like, you're the client. Like you tell me what you want. Right. They but don't they, know what they, they just want. don't know. And, and that's probably reasonable because they, never have maybe dealt with pipes in their life ever maybe once god so like very often I'll, I'll be like well let me tell you how this usually goes and then we can make adjustments from there but i it's just like sales you tell them what you what's going to happen i never thought about and, that and then they, adjust it but i've probably know. i've probably played for like 205 dead people and they haven't had 200 died five dead people in their life correct so you're the one that Shit. should know better so like what when i call but when, also funeral i want to fucking throw funeral homes under the bus they fuck it up too sometimes. They, they should know. They never know what the fuck is going on. And which, I show which funeral up, home was it? Uh, this was uh, Boop, Boop, and Booper City. Oh, okay. It was the veterans. They're, but they called you direct from there. No, 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 no. The family hired me. Oh, okay. I got you. Okay. Yeah. No, the veterans, they they have nothing to do with it. They stay out of the entire thing. They have nothing to do with it. And like usually you have like a funeral director who's usually. like, all right. This is what's gonna happen. And you can talk to him like, hey, like if shit goes sideways, like give me a quick, like mm-hmm. give me a give me a little signal or something. I'll I'll kill some I'll, time. I'll play. Yeah, like I'll, I'll I'll deal with your sitch. I'll deal with the fact that you didn't do your job well enough. <laughs> it's not so much that because the pipes are rare and, and also they get so many different people. I think I have one they, more, and people do shit all over the all over the map. I have one more bitch about this because. Fuck it. We're already over time anyway, so. <laughs> We're going in now. These fucking ancient cunts. <laughs> Who are we talking about? RCPA? So, so uh, <laughs> this, the, the, gig, the gig that I played, right, it was at the, the Veterans, Veterans Cemetery, Cemetery in Boulder. And that's a tight turnaround because they, they do a lot of business. You know this. Yeah, you've you got played there. 20 like, minutes. Yeah, like 20 minutes and one you comes. Yep. Yep. So I was there for my client. And that's the way I look at it when I'm a piper. And it's like, this is my client. Like, um, I'm here to make sure that if it's a wedding, I'm, make, I'm here to make sure they have a great time. If it's a funeral, I'm here to make sure that they are able to celebrate the loss of their loved one in a way that is respectful and cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting waiting in the foyer because <sighs> that was the original plan. And like the, you know, let's say that I'm the 930. The fucking 940 shows up, right? And it's these 80-year-old cucks 
in their fucking navy blues trying to talk about whether or not they're in the right place or at, here at the right time. Are you talking full volume in the in the full flag? fucking volume? It's like there's a goddamn service going on, people. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and one guy, one guy just walked right in because he thought it was a thing. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, that's not technically my job. It's not my pay grade. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not my job. I'm gonna hold. One walked in, stood there, looked around for a bit. I was like, I don't know any of these fucking people, and this funeral's almost done. Walked back out. I was like, all right, cool. So walked in, walked back out. No worries. Sat down on the bench. Easy peasy. This is this is taken care of. Then these motherfuckers start chatting about everything under the goddamn sun at 11 volume. Was the doors open to the inside? Really? One of the doors were open. Uh, and like my client, my client's service is finishing at this point. Maybe five minutes left. Yeah. I'm like, for fuck's sake. And I'm sitting there in my kilt and my pipes, my fucking black mask, like waiting, like whatever. I'm like, all right, that's not that loud. All right, that's it's kind of loud. That's pretty loud. <laughs> all right, shit. So I finally fucking go over. I was like, gentlemen, could you uh, be quiet? Because there's a service going on and you're speaking incredibly loudly. And they're just like, what? And I was like, Pull my mask off my face and like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) And then I put my mask back on. (laughs) Yeah. I have very few jobs (laughs) at this occasion, but like it should go with some reverence and respect. Absolutely. And And I'm not above, and I'm not above punching an 80 year old Navy (laughs) veteran in the face. Like, listen, man, (laughs) <laughs> it's like just shut the fuck up like it's it's not that hard to sit for five minutes without being a cunt right or go outside the door is right there you can just go talk outside if you want to go get some fresh air the weather's beautiful <laughs> just go outside yes uh well i mean but yes so i uh, i i potentially told a war veteran to shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah, i'm sure you did i i'm sure he's a war veteran uh, but yeah, man. Probably World War fucking two. Probably. He was old as shit. <laughs> that's a lot of them out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that, that's a, uh, you, you definitely have to tell them what to do. I do it all the time. Like, but you learn that over time. Like, yeah, I, I will take that into consideration. Cause, oh my God. Not to mention the fact that it was a half hour phone call to figure out the, the plan of action that, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I do always tell people I say this this is a hundred percent adjustable, and if you tell me on the day you want to do something different, I am very flexible. It's very easy. I try to be accommodating, but here's a good idea of what to do and and what's appropriate, especially these days. Well, and I'm always just like you know like it's it's 2021. Like you can contact me at any time for any reason and tell me what you need. Right. Just text me on the morning. Like, hey, we're gonna change the plan. Okay. Just tell me where to be. All I then. need all <laughs> I need is a framework. I don't need it to be permanent i just need you to give me a new framework if you eliminate the old framework right <laughs> communication man i'm i'm a weapon point me <laughs> like, yeah yeah no that's uh it's a good place they do good work out there except that they're speaking, terribly inefficient at it god speaking of things that are terribly inefficient uh chan podcast has been terribly inefficient at bashing other religions aside from mormonism apparently <laughs> that is for sure so we, we have an email <laughs> that, 
telling us exactly that. So, uh, <laughs> Fosco, send it. Hey, Josh and Andy. I don't know if I qualify to be one of the six. Wait, is this... Who, are we saying who this is from or no? This is from John, yeah. I was going to say his name at the end, but... He's a, he's one of the six, so... Hey, yeah. he, he, he explains why, but he says, I don't know if I qualify to be one of the six, but I am a long-time listener and enjoy the show. I really appreciate what you guys are doing to promote good piping and provide some great laughs. The email is primar- primarily in response to the old Provo Float episode, <laughs> which is our most recent one, right? The one that went out recently. Yeah, that was, that was a rough one. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I live in Utah and play for Wasatch and District Grade 2 Band. As a member of the Mormon faith, I can certainly laugh at certain things about our culture, and I understand why it can be an easy target of ridicule. Mormons are used to this. Uh, shoot, sorry. Mormons are used to this and, for the most part, have developed pretty thick skins. At the same time, Mormons are just regular people and are, for the most part, good people trying their best to live good lives, just like everyone else. As someone who has grown up immersed in Mormon culture, I can say that although there are many aspects that are different than normal, I have never heard of any of these ridiculous things mentioned on the show. Just because I haven't heard of it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but I think I qualify to say that it is no way represents the Mormon faith or any mainstream part of Mormon culture. Well, that's obvious. It's definitely a subculture. <laughs> but anyway, I completely respect your right to say anything you want because it's your show, but I would suggest suggest that you would consider slightly toning down the recurring theme of bashing on Mormons. Thank you, John. John, cheers. Th- yeah, thanks for it. I, I, I wrote to him. I don't, I don't know if bashing on Mormons is a recurring theme. We We've done of, it a couple times, definitely. We bash on a lot of people. Well, I wrote to him and I said exactly that. We we take opportunities with everybody. And he wrote back, I appreciate that, of course, blah, 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 whatever. We ha- we had a little exchange. But um, are we going to get God <laughs> by the Mormon mafia? <laughs> Maybe. Um, but uh, there's so much stuff to talk about. There's but. a lot to unpack here. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm going to kick it to you first. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I don't think we specifically go after Mormons, but it, but I do find their culture particularly funny because we deal with because they're so significant and so here where we are. Like until I moved here, I never well I had a Mormon in my high school, but I never even knew what that meant back then. We had one, and um, until I moved here, I didn't even know what it was. Like I had no fucking clue. Uh, but there's we're so incredibly prevalent in Western society. Correct. Yeah. So, but yeah, what's interesting I always is forget. I always forget. That you're not from here. Right. Yeah, yeah. Big, big difference. Uh, <laughs> I had uh, my high school, right? The the whole four years I was in high school, we had one black kid, one Jewish kid, and one Mormon. Everybody else was like essentially Catholic, Protestant, typical white. But could you could you sustain your current lifestyle uh, if you were still East? What do you mean by current lifestyle? Like fucking rock and roll and bagpipes and slutin'. I mean, if you're in like a major city, maybe New York City, Boston, something of that nature, maybe. Baby, but, baby. But not where I'm from. Baby, you were always meant to be out here. <laughs> always. This is very true. Uh, <laughs> but man, I've known enough Mormons, and we kind of make jokes and stuff or whatever, but like there, where there's smoke, there's fire a little bit, you know? 
and there's definitely some truth to what oh. those people. But the other thing too is like there's no. Okay. The only time we talk about it is when we have Mormons on the show. They were here. They they lived. This that is culture. gonna be this is gonna be a very rare experience where you're the reasonable person and I'm the wild card. <laughs> so please please PC this for our audience quickly before I immediately go insane. Go PC it meaning like politically correct. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you have to I don't even know what you're going to say I'm, I don't know your opinion on this at all um, so I like to think that we go after everybody equally uh, sometimes because we live in a culture that has a place that has more Mormons than almost anything else and it's such a significant part of our lives that uh, it tends to come up more often and uh, we <laughs> we have a lot of friends in Utah that like to tell us these fucking crazy ass stories about a about a culture and a religion that it that is so holier than now. Like their, their, their marketing, if you will, is so pure, you know, or they attempt to describe themselves as pure and, and all religions do it. Obviously I was raised Catholic. They're a bunch of cunts just like everybody else. Like they're all, they all suck. Um, but, uh, Oh, <laughs> Josh is preparing. He's got an that idea. Face. <laughs> that face. Oh, this is an advertisement. has finally made an What appearance. is this for? That face wouldn't be, are we listening to it or? No, no, we're not. Okay. I, don't, I don't have ad blocker on the new production laptop. Can't. I see. <laughs> so anyway, uh, John, I would like to say in response to this, I hear you, man. Uh, we do try to go after, uh, well, we don't even try. It just comes up. Shit comes up and we kind of bust on everybody's balls. I like to think equally. It just so happens that Mormons are more prevalent here. So that's why it happens. I have nothing personal against Mormons. I, uh, in, you know, I, I do think it's a cult, uh, but so is it's the Catholic. Yeah. So is the Catholic Church, as I had a discussion with somebody earlier today about. Uh, oh, we're, <laughs> we're getting into that, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but I, I do agree with him. He's like, hey, man, we're just regular people. Obviously, we all. I mean, yeah. I try not to hold anybody to any certain standards. You're, you guys got wacky beliefs and. So does everybody else. There's <laughs> a lot of wacky beliefs out there. So uh, I don't know, man. What do you think? Do you have thoughts on this? Well, I think I think the thing the thing in John's email that I really appreciated was just like, hey, like not the entire fucking pipe band community is filtered through this lens, you know, like especially in Utah, right? Like Utah is just like a more ISIS Nevada. Mm-hmm. And kind of. And they're, you know, like, it's fucking people doing shit. Like, there's no worries. Utah has some of the best uh, punk rock bands in the history of time. So you can't you can't paint with a broad brush on things. But you can also do it. <laughs> yeah, you can. Like, you can also spray paint sometimes when shit is fucking cray. Uh, cray cray? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is not, this is not like a... Our podcast is not an indictment of Mormonism. I grew up in Nevada. I have a lot of friends that are Mormon. You I can't. Dated, I dated seriously a Mormon. You can't. So I, I know there. I know it. I know it in depth. You can't <laughs> deny that uh, there aren't more restrictions on talking to people than general society. Mm-hmm. Okay. So whether or not we fucking bash you too much, you know. Eh. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like you'll probably survive. Like he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But I, you know, I don't know. 
does it does it offend you that he was offended? You sound kind of angry. I don't. About it. I don't think he was actually offended. I just thought he was like trying to, you know, make make sure he's like, hey. I feel, I feel like this is a shot across the bow. That's from that, hi, from him. That that's how I feel about it. It's like it's like hey, uh, you know, a lot of us are super normal. No, you're fucking not, mate. <laughs> you believe in crazy shit. Like you're not. Well, I'm, that's okay. Actually, that's not, actually hold on. Use the term normal. He is normal because a lot of people believe a lot of crazy shit. Like ninety nine percent of the world is and, religious. And and this is this is immediately what I think we can do with this episode is just talk about the fact that you're right. Mormons believe in crazy shit, and so does everybody else. <laughs> so <laughs> just acknowledge that. Hey, man, we we have crazy beliefs, so but so, does, so do you. They're all bonkers. Uh, you're all bonkers. Um, but the real thing that the topic that we actually want to talk about and why we led into it with this was I play it. Sh- I played so many funerals in my life. It's not even funny. And I've sat through so many of the of the I don't know, what the fuck they call well, the it? Mass. presentations or whatever. Well, it, well, it's almost like mass. Like, well, it's not. I've done a lot of Catholics, but I, it's not just Catholics. I've done a ton of just anything, and especially like like I wouldn't call them like. What do they call those new wave fucking Christians, the born agains or whatever, like that style product, like all of them. They all do the same thing. The person spends eight, 90% of their time talking about Jesus and the church. Like, or don't I mean, understand you that. could substitute any deity, whatever it is. It doesn't yeah, matter. I mean, it could, be, it could be Mormon, it could be uh, Jewish faith, it could be, and don't be wrong, like, it's, it's, you know, it's all, it's all whatever, it's all whatever you subscribe to, right? There's nothing right. wrong with that, but. So much time spent on the deity rather than the physical person that you lost or that's getting married. (laughs) Yeah. To me, it should be about the person like telling, telling, not even stories because that, that should be done at the after part. The funeral should be pretty quick. Well, that's why wakes are so common now. Well, wakes a Catholic thing, but you know, viewing or whatever, that kind of thing or very consistently. But, um, like, but that's where like those kind of because it's a very open, free form kind of a thing where the funeral service itself is like put this person in the ground. Now Catholics believe that they're supposed to do all this fucking holy water shit and all that, so they do all that. But uh, at least when they're putting them in the ground, but like they spend so much time like just talk about the person. Let's get in and get out. Like I don't understand. I, I get it's it. not even it's not even get in and get out. Like the thing for me is, and and I found the same thing. We were mostly talking about funerals, mm-hmm. but I found the same thing at weddings where it's like. Why, oh yeah. Why are you having a Cat. seventy-five minute monologue, right, about how the only reason these people are together is because of Jesus? Versus well, Catholic talking, weddings, that's what they do, man. Versus <laughs> just like talking about the people, like at the wedding and at the funeral. Let's say wedding and funerals are incredibly similar to bagpipers, guys. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, but they're they're incredibly similar events. Because we get paid the same and we spend the same amount of time. I actually charge more for weddings. I don't know if you knew that, but I do. Because they're so much more a pain in the ass. Right, I'll, <laughs> I'll start charging more. But like the thing for me is always like, why do you have this like celebration of, let's say it's a wedding, right? Celebration of love. And you spend the entire time talking about why the only reason that you are together is because it was ordained by a well, dead but Jesus, Jewish guy, Jesus is hundred thousand years ago. Jesus is love. That's the whole point. That's what this is. Listen, they got an audience of non whatever the religion is in front of them. They're gonna take. They're gonna like. 
Take your swing this is our bat. first free episode. It's going <laughs> to cancel us. We're going to offend everybody. We're going to get canceled so hard. <laughs> We're Satanists, by the way. Well, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> I just I just want people to have events, right? I don't give a shit what you subscribe to. Your, your religion is definitely your prerogative. I just want people to have events, like weddings and funerals, that are about the person who is getting married or getting dead. Right. And supporting or and or supporting the family that's dealing with the loss. I mean, it's I, an it's an industry. So so I, like the wedding I played yesterday. I wonder. Right? Hold on. Let me just say one thing before you go into that specific. I wonder if because we're not religious, you and I, and and that like this goes completely over my head. Like they're trying to comfort the family by talking about Jesus. To me, I see it through it as like this is just marketing. Like I, you know what I mean. Like. It doesn't comfort me, but maybe them hearing about Jesus comforts them. I don't know. Maybe it does, but that's the idea. Is like Jesus is love and whatever. And what's the one thing from the that's Bible not, they always quote? The, but that's not the thing. Through the valley of death, and that I'm gonna thing. I'm gonna blow your fucking mind. Oh, I can't wait. Because <laughs> that's not the thing. Right? What, is, what? It is a it is a rehearsed sermon that you do for people you didn't know and don't care about over and over and over again. Versus something where you knew the person and you create something around them. I mean, 99% of the time, you have a guy that's, I'm getting paid to fucking talk about Jesus sacrificing himself for three hours, and here we go. I just played a, I played a service yesterday. Fucking, the woman was from Texas. That fucking, the fucking guy that was delivering last words and last rites didn't know her. I never understand why. I, I just did a funeral it's recently. Just, it's just insert name here. Yes. I've seen them do it like because I see their shit. And I've seen it in weddings too where it's like they have their thing they're going to say and they write the name in, which is fine. But why would the bride and groom and or the people that, why would you want that? Like I would rather have my sister run the f- thing of the group who actually knows them and has some sort of insight into that person versus like, I just saw this and it was this woman came in and who who did the service for this funeral. And it's like, they're saying all this generic stuff and like, how does it mean anything to you? Because it's so impersonal. Like there's nothing. Why is this? I don't understand. Like, but I'm not one of those people. I never feel Jesus is important to me or whoever, <laughs> whatever your deity is. Well, it's one of those things where... So it where doesn't mean anything you, you me. run in, You run into a recurring situation, whether it's a wedding or a funeral, where the main character is Jesus, not the married person or the dead person. Yeah, in my opinion, it should be. Like, if I was to ever get married, God forbid. Uh, <laughs> well, you tried. <laughs> I tried once. It went horribly wrong. But, uh, like, I, my officiant would be a friend of mine or something like that that would that would oh, talk about could you get the disturbed looking guy oh the the more the, the muslim bald guy? guy that looks like the lead singer from disturbed the muslim dude we talked about yeah a couple weeks ago? Yeah. yeah baby probably get you could him. do a whole muslim thing <laughs> no just get him to be like sound oh you want of him to- marriage <laughs> you want him to do an actual disturbed impersonator okay i could do that but uh <laughs> no but I, I even at my wedding i'd rather have somebody i know who i would pay for them to go get your thing whatever the fuck you got to do to officiate it officiate it and then like be interesting not like t- not read the script that the catholic church it's plug and it's plug and play which drives me nuts and granted we're kind of plug and play 
sort of like a bagpiper. Oh, absolutely. Uh, here, here's the Th- thing. Thank that, God they do it because I have a living. Because dude, of that. <laughs> here's here's the fucking thing. Like and people associate bagpipes with funerals. We're getting we're getting close to final thoughts on this, and this is going to be the episode that cancels us anyway. <laughs> but like, the thing for me is, why am I the only person? When I, like, let's say it's a let's say it's a wedding, and I show up and I'm the bagpiper, and there's staff, there's people that are supposed to know shit and do shit, or fuck it. Let's not make it hypothetical. Let's make it my real experience I had very recently. Mm-hmm. It's a funeral. I show up, and I'm the only person that cares about a positive outcome for the family. Right. That's incredibly frustrating. That grinds my fucking gears. Because I had a venue with fucking staff who fucked it up seven times out of seven. I had a family like right behind them being cunts. Like, it's important that you del- you deliver in this space. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be the best time or the worst time in that person's life. You need to fucking deliver and not pastors. The other thing, this we is- shouldn't we shouldn't be the ones who are dude. The fucking pastor. Followed me on a wrong turn because I was following the person carrying the flowers that I thought was an employee, but was actually just like a nephew. And I was like, motherfucker, who is leading the shit show? (laughs) (sighs) And it was it was still a beautiful service. Everything went okay, Right. But it's like, dude, this is like a tragic fucking moment for a person. How are the employees not taking this seriously? That is incredibly frustrating to me. I got a funny story about that. And not, not that they don't take it seriously, but I was doing a funeral a week or two ago at Veterans Cemetery, the same place you were at. And <clears throat> when you did it, did they did they do a lower did they do like a casket into the ground thing or anything? No, uh interned urn. Okay. Sometimes they do caskets, sometimes it's urn, whatever. Uh, but uh, this was a casket, and normally what they do is they like bring the casket down, they put it over the thing, over that, the hole. You have the cloth, I play as they drop it, wait as they go. This so they're in this new area of the veteran cemeteries, and it's all dirt. And the fucking the golf cart pulling the the casket got like it must have been like a hole in the ground or something, but it got like sucked into the ground, <laughs> so they couldn't get the casket over the fucking hole. Like it was stuck in the dirt. It was so I'm like. Oh God, this is awful! Like this is so incredibly awkward so for the how family many times, just standing there, like they're digging. How many, how many times do you have to go through going home? Oh my God, dude! I, I wasn't playing. I, I this happened after I stopped, in between me having to play again, and I thought about like, do they want me to? I could play and like kill time, but anyway, like it's funny to see all these like all these uh, the the guys that working there come running over. They're trying to dig it out. They're putting like boards under it, trying to get it out. I'm like guys, just take the fucking casket off and then get the golf cart out and then and then rehook it and then move it. It took them like ten minutes to figure that out. <laughs> right? So eventually, they unhook the the casket from the golf cart and they physically push it on to, over where it's supposed to be. This is, to be fair, it's the only time I've ever seen this happen. They're usually they're pretty good about it. But it was like, oh god, this is, and the whole family's dude. just standing there waiting to like get to the next part because there's nothing. Same they can place, do. same place. They sent the entire family to go like stand by a, uh, like plot when it was supposed to be in the mausoleum over by B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they're just like, 
oh, oh my God, my bad. Let me let me quickly fix this. I'm like, right. <laughs> fuck sake. Like, <laughs> it's funny. The funeral Fosco, business. We is gotta funny. we gotta start our own funeral home. Oh my God, it would be it would be quick and dirty. I'll tell you what. The thing that always gets me about funerals. This is all a noise that's sharing me. Is when people speak. They make it about them, and there's such an ego thing but about that's like, the whole, hey, I'm in front of a room, people listening to me. That's the whole thing about when oh, we're talking about the fucking so religious speaker, right? Like, that's what I mean. The religious speaker, it can be a family member, but let me tell you, let me tell you why this wedding or this funeral is about Jesus and not the people who are actually. I don't here. even mean that. The, what I what I notice is, let's say the person is talking about Jesus, right? They're presentation takes so long I'm, and I'm sitting there like they're going on for 20 minutes about this like all right you want to read something out of the bible do a quick prayer and get out but he this guy has an audience and he knows it and there's nobody going to move same him off venue. the spot same venue probably the same guy and he's like this is my chance to shine and I'm going to take advantage of it at a goddamn funeral dude if I show up if I show up so in a annoying. Gryffindor robe can I just read <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> oh my god dude it kills me. Like I hate listening to I hate listening to those people speak at funerals. Like just have a quick story about the person. Like hey, a funny anecdote, whatever it is. Like great. But it, what it's funny when like the priest or whoever it is doesn't actually know the person and they they like well I heard that he had a great sense. Of, All they do is like just, that's so cringy just keep to me. The name like oh I heard I didn't know him but I heard, well why the fuck are you speaking I don't understand this. Yeah. <laughs> Fusco Fusco if I if I die which is Pretty much a certainty at some point. Oh, aren't we all going to die? Some sooner than others? Uh, I will happily... I'll have a lockbox with a beanbag shotgun in it that will be delivered to you upon my death. That way you can make sure nobody nobody rattles on too long at my service. What's going to happen? Make make Graham play. He'll be shit. <laughs> It'll be quick, though, because <laughs> he can't play for longer than 30 seconds at a time. And then anyone anyone's like, ah, you know what Josh loved? Our Lord and Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Beanbag, baby. Tell you what I'm worried about with my family. Someday somebody is going to die. My parents or, somebody, or an aunt and uncle that's pretty close to that kind of thing. I am like... My family is incredibly dramatic. Like I never noticed. And it's like of the decades of our friendship, I never noticed that. I am not looking forward to that. Whatever the service is where somebody or, oh my God, it's going to be like one of those like funerals you see in a, in a movie, like throw themselves on the casket kind of thing. Like I have a, I have some very, very dramatic people in my family. It would be very oh, easy. Because I'm assuming you want to be like cremated, right? Me? Yeah, it's probably safer for society if I am. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to get <laughs> skull fucked by maggots for the no, rest it's, of your life. No, it's it's better for the water table. Absolutely, yeah. that I'm burned. So you know, to compensate for the lack of weight because you're cremated, I'll just put a <laughs> couple car batteries in the casket and electrify it. What will that do? Anybody who tries to throw themselves on it gets. Oh, <laughs> I don't mean me. I'm talking about like my parents. I mean. Nobody's well, gonna care dead. when I die. You don't care. At this Nobody's point. gonna care when I yeah. die. <laughs> oh, it's so obnoxious. Uh, like, like, God damn it! Have some goddamn pride and like hold yourself together, and then you know, cry on your own in your closet. Like nobody cares. 
I just get frustrated. And I, th- and I think getting into final thoughts about this, mm-hmm. uh, bagpipers we're we're in a weird place right because we're tertiary we're we're removed from your loss and we're removed from your family we're just kind of there to try to make sure that we can do whatever we can to make you feel more comfortable so it's weird you know uh i think that in funeral homes or like priests they might be similar because they're going to do five of them that day who knows Mm -hmm. but for fuck's sake like, don't make it about you. That's that's the thing that bothers me. It should, always, it, about it should them. always be about the person. Yeah. Whether they're getting hitched, uh, getting dead. Either way. Just make it about the person. In my opinion, is it, are we on final thoughts? These are final thoughts. Okay. You're closing us out. <laughs> if it's a funeral, it's about the family. It's about the people that are left behind that have to deal with the emotion of uh, having a loss, which is part of life. It's not like out of the ordinary by any means. We deal with this very often. Uh, the person who died doesn't know or care because they're gone. So it's Accurate. it's about their memory, but it's really about supporting the people that are left behind to have to deal with this. And and I guess that's where I'm in sort of caught is maybe hearing about Jesus in a marketing campaign. Makes you feel better about life. I don't know. But to me, it would be... I don't think be, it ever does. I don't think so either, but yeah. that's just me. I don't know. But I think it should be about supporting the family, re, re, um, maybe reassuring them in some way that, you know, that's a part of life and that, you know, speaking to the audience about be there for your family. This is the hard time to deal with this, blah, 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 whatever, that kind of stuff, whatever. It's not... It has absolutely nothing to do with Jesus or Muhammad or whoever the fuck... Uh, I don't know. To me, none of that's important. The wedding is the same thing. It's about we're all here to support these two people and their decision to make this thing, to bring the law into our choice to love some. I don't whatever the fuck. I don't know. But, uh, well, it's also, it's agency, right? Like, I mean, on a wedding example, the thing that frustrates me about a wedding being entirely about God is like you're you're completely discounting the work these two humans put into making a workable relationship in marriage. <laughs> right. And you're saying like, whoa, serendipity. It's like, no, it fucking wasn't. It was work. Yeah. Yeah. Like relationships, relationships are work. work. Absolutely. Which actually, here's the way to tie this back to bagpipes. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> Fusco, send it. <laughs> Believe Bring it, or not. it home. This is my and um, this is my major issue with talent when people say, Oh my God, Stuart Little is so talented. You just discounted the 40 years of work, incredible amount of work that whoever that person is put into this instrument. And maybe they have some aptitude. Maybe not. It doesn't really matter. But guess what? You just you just gave God credit for something I did. Fuck and, that, and, fuck you give, that noise. and you give credit for the work people put into their relationships, which All is hard. It. It's the same thing. It's hard work. And the work people put into being dead, which is often also difficult. Those last moments before you die, I better pretty goddamn hard. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nobody talks about how you poop yourself. Yeah, but you definitely do, guys. <laughs> Sorry. How come you can't orgasm when you die? This is how I know there's no God. Because <laughs> you God would have <laughs> instead of shit yourself, you would have fucking come. Episode yourself. episode title. <laughs> this is how Fusco knows there's no God. <laughs> if there was one, when you die, you would come. You blow a load of, instead of instead of <laughs> shit in your, your pants. pants. <laughs> And with that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and play us out.